Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. This is Lisa Welsh, and you are listening to Microgreens for growers and consumers. I will warn you, however, today we ain't talking about growing vegetables. Today we're talking about growing ourselves. Why? Why? Are you one of those New Year's resolution people? I'm not. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I think they're crap. Yep. I said crap. So today is New Year's Eve. And it is also my husband's birthday. I feel bad for him. Because, well, we used to live in the north. And in the north, it snows. And when you have a birthday on a holiday where everybody gets drunk, um, most people don't really have parties like that as a kid. So, or if you do, there's a statistical chance you're going to get snowed out. So he didn't really get a chance to do his birthday. Like a lot of us probably were fortunate to have big parties. At least I was. My mom used to bring horses home and everyone would get to ride ponies in our backyard because we owned horses. And they were excited. I was not impressed. But I owned the horse, so I guess I wouldn't be. So this year we're in Vegas and we're having a great time. We're here with some friends and I was just thinking well, it's New Year's, and I'm hoping that we can utilize the fact that people always think that on January 1st, some magic thing is going to happen, and all of a sudden, they're going to change. And they're going to do all the things that they said they should do. It doesn't really work that way. What does, however, work is to become the best version of yourself. Well, what does that mean? Man, quintessential, you got to get back to your quintessential self. You have to approach your essential self and turn away from the distracting, false beliefs that crowd and distort your self-perception. See, because like most of us, you've built at least part of your identity on other people's expectations. Mm. And I refuse to live it. I refuse to live my life half full because you can't handle all of me. Mm -mm. The process of internalizing others' values was unconscious. And bringing into that consciousness is the essence of learning how to become the best version of yourself. By learning to recognize and let go of whatever limiting beliefs that keep you from self-actualizing, you're able to push forward and be the person you really are. Basically, I figure... If I'm less of a jerk today than I was yesterday, hey, I'm doing something right. I read a book. Um, actually, I didn't read it. My husband thought I needed to read it so bad that he actually read it to me. Like I was, you know, like I was a person who just wouldn't sit still and listen to a book or read a book. So he had to uh, feed it to me. But the cool part was it was called The Four Agreements. And the Four Agreements is a fabulous book. Um, and it talks about, basically as a baby, the thing I liked about my husband reading it to me, and if you have a cool spouse who will read you a book, uh, you should try it. Because when he read it to me, we were able to stop and kind of go through the points the author was trying to make. Um, and I think he is, uh, I can't remember, um, it's by Don Ruiz. Um, it's a code of conscience based on Toltec wisdom. 
Um, it advocates freedom from self-limiting beliefs. Um, basically, they were taught as children. Um, you know, what's the first thing we learn? Nope. Don't do it. Or this is this is that. Well, how do we actually know that stuff? We don't. We just trust the words of our parents, but they don't know that anymore because they were taught from their parents. And it goes on and on. So, let's try to be less jerky today than we were yesterday. <laughs> so, to begin defining your best self, right? The best way I found to do it was I got a, um, okay, I followed Rachel Hollis. Mm hmm. I did. I followed your girl, Rach. And I don't really follow her anymore, but that's not because of her divorce thingy it's more or less because um I'm in a different place right now and she doesn't move me anymore at this moment in my journey so I have to find someone who does um because every once in a while on your personal development journey you will find different people move you so but she talked about how you had to write down um Five things you're grateful for, and ten dreams as if they've already happened. But not as if they've already happened. She told us to go on like this journey where you close your eyes and you think to yourself, what does the perfect day look like? What are you doing? What are you eating? What are you wearing? How do you look? What do you do? Um, and as you, you are there, sitting there with your ideal self, you to ask yourself, um, what's your happiest memory? What impact do you want to make on the world? And then as you answer those questions, right, this is where it gets interesting. So as you answer those questions, like, oh, dude, I want to cure cancer. Like, I want to be a movie star. Like, whatever. Whatever you want to be. If you're honest, now you have to become willing to shed your old identity. Because, see, to become who you want to be, there's part of you that has to go away. What? Dude, I'm for real. I've been on this personal development journey for like 30-some years. Maybe 40. I think I'm 40 now. I'm definitely 40. <laughs> I've been on it like my whole life. Um, when you are determined to find your ideal self, you essentially raise the bar, right? For yourself and people you know. So your old self will resist this feeling and will make you feel insecure um, and fearful usually but you gotta resist the urge to cling to the familiar I remember reading The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg do you know who he said was the first group of people who changed their habit recovering alcoholics they resisted the urge to go to what was familiar they resisted the urge to drink and by doing that they challenged everything they knew and they embarked on a can-do attitude and changed their life. At least, um, at least according to most studies I've ever read, and quite a few people in recovery I do know. So, we gotta tame our fears. And do you know what fear is? Fear is an insidious adversary that robs us of our courage and distracts us from the present moment. Taming your fears is possible. And it's totally necessary to better yourself. When you feel anxious, 
Identify what you're afraid of and write it down. Because you are either going to face everything and recover, or F everything and run. That's what fear means. I hope you don't F everything and run, and run because um, that's usually what I do. And I say that not proud. I mm -mm, don't like to face anything. I just pretend it doesn't happen. I've had trauma from my childhood and for probably 20 years of my life I'd say I had a great childhood I don't remember anything of it but it was great because I blocked it all out rather than face it I feared it so I don't do that anymore today I haven't for a few well as long as my husband don't hear this podcast I'm gonna say I do a good job now he'd probably have a different opinion but He's the one person on this planet that knows me better than I know myself. It's kind of annoying. Yep, it is. But sometimes it's nice to have a mirror stare back at you. Sometimes it's not. And you like to grab a freaking brush and break the mirror. You can't because it's a person and it's your husband. So you just have to say, show me my horrible reflection today, my love. Just kidding. Okay. So basically, to become the best version of yourself, you have to start looking at those old things. Like when, before I started this business and I started onto this um, journey, I couldn't grow things. Dude, I killed everything. I wasn't creative. I didn't even cook. I didn't cook because I believed that my mom, who was a chef, was far more accomplished than I could ever be, and therefore I should leave that alone. I didn't try anything artsy or craftsy because I thought, well, I don't have that skill. I can barely draw a person. I may not be able to draw um, very well at all still, but man, I have a very creative mind. I can come up with some things that are crazy cool, and I'm glad that my husband made me get a sewing machine, and now sewing is one of my favorite hobbies, and I'm glad that he basically lets me figure it out and somehow he always knows it before me I don't know it must be that wise wisdom he has anyhow he ain't on a pedestal don't get it twisted I'm just saying sometimes I realize how much he knows me so you want to prioritize your outcomes like so if you want to be the you and you, when you see you and you're like got you weigh like 120 pounds, like whatever your goal weight is, I don't care. Um, that's what you want. That's all you see. That's the one thing you think about. Then you know what? Girl, it's time to go to the gym. Man, it's time to go to work out. Whatever it is. Um, since you understand how to be the best, best version of yourself, you have to look inward for the wisdom. So when you're looking at that best version of yourself, you say, well, what do I eat today? Dude, I know whatever the best version of you is did not go eat that big mac no you didn't or whatever other crazy food you eat or for me it's taco bell mm, taco bell um but that's how we do this so we know um what we wish we could be like or who we think we are a lot of times my brother and i we would be uh we'd be hard-headed and we'd be trouble and i would we would go to people and we say, don't you know who I think I am? Not who I am, but who I think I am. I think I'm all this and I'm all that, but I'm really not. But that's what I think. 
our minds are strong, so if we think that we're a better version of ourselves, we have the ability to easily obtain it. So, you want to set reasonable goals though. Set something small, measurable. Amplify your strengths. Dude, we don't apologize for our shortcomings. Mm -mm, we have them. I have them. I could list about 15 of them right now and you'd probably go, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you do do that. It ain't important. I have a lot of great strengths. And you're going to hit some roadblocks because you're going to be exhausted. Dude, trying to be a better person is a lot of work. And some days it's just easy to be a jerk. Mm-hmm, true story. But don't get discouraged. Amplify those strengths. Um, because today we're not growing plants, we're growing you. Um, you just don't want to get bagged down in that um, self-defeating thinking because it never works. Then you want to manage yourself effectively. Part of understanding who the best version of yourself is learning how to be your own boss through effective self-management. Effective time management sets you free from stress. You know, we have the ability, you know, if you own your own business and you're doing these things, you have so many great things at you. And I know it's New Year's Eve. And that don't mean go set no New Year's resolution. Because that's crap. Yep, I said it again. That's crap. When you make a decision to change your mind, I promise you, you won't need a New Year's resolution. At least if you have a mind like mine. Everything I've ever decided to go ahead and do, when I've truly made that decision to go ahead and do it, I've knocked it out of the park. I don't know why. I don't know. Uh, even smoking was that simple for me. Um, I didn't... Uh, I did never smoke again. And it was just a decision I didn't desire it. Which was the great thing. The only thing I desired was five pounds of Skittles. But after that five pounds of Skittles, I didn't desire a cigarette anymore. Or candy either. Um, but it's just telling yourself, you know what? I'm, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. So what am I going to do to change it? Are you sick and tired and sick and tired of being a, a jerk or overweight or a mediocre microgreen grower and you want to be a champion? Are you sick and tired of what? We're all sick and tired of something. Especially this year. 2020 has been rough. Real rough. I'm sick and tired of being told I can't go do nothing. Sick and tired. Why do you think I'm in Vegas? I'm going to do what I want to do. Because as far as I'm aware, I'm in the United States of America. You know, and here's that, that uh, conceited part. We're allowed to do whatever we want. No, you're not. But I do think that we can have a great new year, if you would like. Bye. Just think about it. Whenever you're ready to make a decision to change something about your life, guess what? You don't need a resolution. As a matter of fact, I, as you know, I said I followed the girl Rach, which Rachel Hollis. She wrote, Girl, Wash Your Face, and uh, Girl, Stop Apologizing, and then didn't see that one coming, but, well, Girl, That's Your Third Book, and I totally saw all that coming. And it's third book in a really short period of time. Not that I'm a critic, because I don't write a book, but she does the last 90 days. If, and she's right. She's right on this one, too. How are you going to go about changing your life on January 1st? You should live the last 90 days of the year with as much intentionality as you expect to live to work through the first 30. 
which if you follow the last 90 days and you've even read that book by Charles Duhigg, you would know that basically doing that would create a habit. You would change your habit loop. So it's a really cool concept. Um, I did not do the last 90 days this year. I did it several years in a row. Um, but this year, I didn't. This year, I am going to continue to be the best version of myself every day. And however I show up for my life, that's me doing the best version I got. So I challenge you guys all to be the best versions of you you got. If you need me for anything, I'm in Vegas. So unless you're sending me money, please do. Um, if you need to order anything, please go ahead. Um, we are out of the state right now. I believe we have someone kind of managing the business. They're not me. So please be patient. Um, I'll be back in a few days. Um, and I will see you when we get home. Talk to you next week. Bye, you guys. <laughs>